Hello, everybody, and welcome to our first podcast here. It's uh, called Guns Blazing. So, Guns Blazing podcast is going to be our first episode. Today, we're going to be talking about the uh, rising wolf population in the UP of Michigan and basically how this affects the hunting community here. I'm going to have a guest with me, Easton Sinkowski. He's been a longtime hunter in the UP, really grew up hunting, fishing. He'll tell you all about it, and we're going to have see his perspective on it. We're also going to have another guest. Uh, her name is Laura Fenton. And she has a little bit different views than me and Easton are going to have. So I think it'll be interesting to see both sides of the story and we'll see how that plays out. So stay tuned. All right. So what I mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about the wolf population up here and pretty much all the issues it presents to the hunting community and the issues it has in our deer herd. So I got with me here Easton Zinkowski, as I mentioned earlier, and he's a big hunter, big fisher, and he's going to basically tell you how he grew up, what his life story is, and why he's into everything we're interested in here today. Yeah, you know, I really, really appreciate you having me on here, Cars. Oh yeah, no problem, anytime, man. You know, I just always grew up, my dad would take me out hunting, fishing, just anything outdoors, really. Yeah, sounds awesome, man. I mean, just like all of us, that's what we grew up doing, just getting out there hunting, fishing. Our dads usually get up, got us into it, so that's not bad. So did you have a camp when you were growing up, or how did that work for you? Yeah, I had a small little camp out in Pelkey area. Nothing special, but, you know, just some land out there. Right, that's awesome. I mean, it's awesome to have a little place to get off to and get away. It's good to get out there away from all the sounds of the city, you know, just peaceful, relaxing. Got to love it. So uh, I'm a big bow hunter. I don't know about you. If you are bow rifle, what do you, what do you do? Uh, usually just rifle. I tried getting into bow, but I just don't have enough patience for that. Right, that's true. I mean, if you're an archery hunter, you got to spend a lot of time, a lot of effort getting to know your bow and a lot of practice to get out there in the woods. So obviously you've got to get to the main issue here, which is the wolf population rising. I'm sure as you being a hunter, I mean, it's been way up in the past 10 years or so so what have you been seeing you know just been noticing on my cams a lot more wolves than there is deer and it's obviously frustrating as a hunter going out there you know spending a lot of time trying to find the one and the wolves are obviously affecting that oh 100 i mean i've seen on my cameras constant wolves out at our camp like it's crazy i'll put them out and before i hadn't seen a wolf and i don't know i would i wouldn't see one maybe once or twice a year if that but now i'll have many many wolves on our cameras many coyotes too which is a whole nother subject we get into but uh last year when i was hunting i saw actually three wolves three adult wolves and four pups coming through the woods as i was hunting up my stand and that was crazy i mean i had never seen that in all my years of hunting so i mean that clearly states to me that the wolf population is way up and you can just see it if they're all on these cameras and everything it's really affecting our deer herd and it's really affecting your chances out in the woods so obviously you're going to be talking about a solution to this problem we got uh, there's a few different things we can do to me the most obvious reason is we got to get rid of the wolves so we could talk to the dnr and they could go out trap wolves live trap them, you know so they're all alive unhurt healthy they could collar them tranquilize them and relocate them well this is a ton of work ton of money I mean, it would take so much time to relocate that many wolves, and trapping a wolf is hard. So if you got just a little group of people going out there, try to make it happen, it'd be tough. So my solution to this problem would be we go out, get a biologist, 
they can go out and do a study, figure out how many wolves they can take out of the population where the population of the wolves is still at a healthy number. And that can determine how many tags we can give out. So then we can have a lottery for these tags. This will make the state a bunch of money on top of that because there's going to be a bunch of people applying for tags. It'll be a lottery system. So just like the bear season, people get tags. Whoever gets the tags, it'll be a mandatory requirement. After they shoot a wolf, they have to bring it into a DNR check station. This will allow us to keep track of how many wolves are harvested in the season, and we'll keep a hard number on everything that's going on with the population. Seems pretty standard to me, pretty easy. I mean, there's a lot of programs like this. So what do you think about that, Easton? Yeah, I agree 100%. There's obviously, we obviously got to come up with a solution to get these numbers down. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious we got to do something to get those numbers down. So now we're going to be talking to Laura Fenton, and she's been sitting here quietly just observing, listening to us, and I know she has a little bit different viewpoint than either of us, so uh, this should be interesting. So Laura, uh, what are your thoughts on this whole issue here? I agree that the numbers are high and it's obvious we need to get them down, but I don't think we as humans have that need to get them down. I think it's up to nature and the selection, natural selection to help with that process humans have already destroyed a lot of habitat and everything like that so i feel like we shouldn't need to intervene anymore as long as we also i don't believe that we should shoot animals because they are beautiful creatures and you know that's just cruel in my opinion all right all right i mean i hear what you're saying here we leave it up to natural selection that's very common and we hear about that a lot uh and predator prey relationships which is obvious but if we look at stuff like Isle Royal, we let that one play out. So that was basically a mini mini test tube for us to see how that would turn out. And we know what happened. I mean, one of the populations just plummeted. That We had to import wolves because they were dying off. So, I mean, if we let it go, we know we have to have hunter interaction. And when something's, something's out of hand, we got to deal with it for sure. So uh, we appreciate your views, though. Uh, is there anything else you want to add here before you <laughs> before you take off? No, I think everyone's right to have their own opinions, but it's up to the majority to decide what's best. For sure, for sure, that's a good point. It's always here, good to hear both sides of the story, of course. So I think we got both sides covered there pretty good. I mean, I hope for the listeners it was interesting. We covered both sides, we brought up the problem, talked about a few solutions, and I guess it's up to everybody else to decide. But, I mean, that's how it should be. I mean, we should take a vote and should look at it scientifically and decide what we could do from there. So I thank both my guests for coming in. This has been a good good first episode for sure, and we hope to see you back next week. Bye now.